0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Applied Botanics, the leader in premium, consistent, and affordable CBD products. So happy to have them as a sponsor of this podcast because for me and many other people, their CBD oils work. And what's cool about Applied Botanics is that their CBD isn't one size fits all. They have five different products, comfort, focus, recovery, tranquility, and vitality that are targeted to certain health issues like stress, Sleep and pain relief. Listeners of this podcast will receive 30% off their first order with code word popgo project at checkout at appliedbotanics.com. And that's on top of their already low price, which is nearly half the price of other brands because they feel that using CBD products should not require a payment plan. Applied Botanics live happy and healthy. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Keller's Lawn Care Landscaping and Garden Center. I have been using Keller's services for over three years now, so again, a service that I use and stand behind. It is a family-owned business who recently expanded to a new location in Exeter, Pennsylvania to provide you with a garden center as well. Let them assist you with landscape design and installation, mulch, rock, plants, trees, mowing, edging, pruning, trimming. You name it, if it's in your lawn, Keller's has you covered. Visit them online on their social media pages for more information. My guest today is an American country artist, singer-songwriter, and patriot. You may have seen him singing the national anthem before a Buffalo Bills game or before an appearance by former Vice President Mike Pence in Exeter, Pennsylvania, late last year in 2020. I myself have known him since our freshman year of high school, and I've always been a big fan of his music. He just released his new record called North Country, which is available streaming everywhere. Welcome to the show, RJ Scouten. And we're live. And just so... uh in case you didn't hear that little voice prompt, this this meeting is being recorded. Got it. Just so you know. So don't uh, don't say anything you wouldn't uh, say to my face.
1: <laughs> but I but I'm
0: saying it to your face. But in real life cuz this is <laughs> over the computer. So you could be a tough guy oh, like one like, you, you can edit it out though, can't you John? I could, but I don't. I, I do my best to just. This is all on the fly. It's unscripted. It's unedited. This is genuine, raw conversations.
1: Raw,
0: raw. raw. So I am joined tonight by uh, a longtime friend. Um, uh, full disclosure: I've been, I've known this gentleman for oh man, probably I don't know. What the,
1: 26 7 years? Yeah, summer junior high junior yeah. high school. We didn't go to the same elementary school. We went to the same junior high and no? up.
0: Yeah. Right. So probably since we were yeah, you, you were, 13, 14.
1: 13 14. Yeah, you were quite the basketball star in 7th and 8th grade. You beat me in a shootout once. Yes. I was pretty pissed about that. I was uh,
0: the, I was a hot shot champion. Hotshot champion, I seventh grade, and then I came in second place to Francis Rogan uh, in eighth grade.
1: Wow, Francis Rogan, what
0: a what a name! That brings back some memories. He had, he had some fantastic hair and some fantastic handles. That kid.
1: Did you ever see? Did you ever see his artwork? I don't think so. If you ever get a chance to catch up with him. We, I, and I know this is a little off topic, but I don't care. I have to talk about it. He, uh, this kid, growing up in school, and you know, that my other, I had two best friends in elementary school, Joe Shermitis and Francis Rogan. And we were always competing with each other until Joe, Joe, Joe grew to like six foot seven and was like the size of the Hulk. Couldn't catch up to him anymore, but. We were always like battling on the playground back when you had like tackle football in elementary school, and, you know. The good old days. Life wasn't. Oh. Yeah, life was a little more rough back then, but it was good for us. But anyhow, uh, Francis would draw these. He had these animations that were so incredible. I, I'm. I don't know what he does for a living. I think he's an electrician now. His father was an electrician, but he. Uh, you should check out his artwork if you ever get a chance. Hit him up. I think he's. I I think he's on social media. And said, yes, he did have great hair.
0: He is. Yeah. But speaking of speaking of arts, um, we're 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 going to talk to RJ. This is RJ Scouten, yeah. uh, known RJ. Like as we said, since we were 13, 14 years old, and he's always been a musician since the day that I knew him. Mm-hmm. And he continues to create music. And we're here to talk about his new record, North Country. He just released last Friday. Yeah, just this past friday yeah yeah so today is june yeah. 15th i think it is um that we're recording yeah. this so i'm not sure when this will go out but it might be and the record may have been out for you know a week or two with that when people are listening to this cool. uh but it is streaming yeah. everywhere right now apple music uh spotify things yeah. like that so uh um i think it's great i mean i i um I had the pleasure of playing a lot of the songs off this new record, uh, on yeah, my radio show when I had a radio show. Um, yeah. so, and, and this is the first record in what, five years.
1: Yeah, I, well, <clears throat> uh, like we had talked earlier before we started recording it. We, uh, you know, we had talked, um, uh, COVID affected everybody, obviously. And, uh, it would have been, This would have been a four-year... This took about four years to get all this work together. Five years. But, but you know, we kind of had to put everything on hold. We, I didn't want to release an album when I couldn't really tour or push it. And uh, I'm independent, so everything I do is... I don't have... I don't, I don't have anybody back at me. I haven't got to that point. Um, and uh, that's what we're hoping to do with this record. Um, this has been a long time in the works. Like a lot of the songs you played, like the song Gone... Is on the album that that one that won the Artist of the Month back in 2017. You know, it took that long to get it onto an album because we didn't know where it was going to fit um, with the team that I work with. I have three or four people I work with. I have a press person and a, and a manager that I work with, and I have another co-writer named Christopher Heckman. Me and him, uh, we live very similar lives. He lives he's from uh, he's from like southwest New York. It's about he lives in Rexville, New York. It's about six miles over the uh, Pennsylvania New York border, uh, right, right above Tioga County. Uh, um, and we go back and forth via kind of like the way we're going back and forth now. We don't zoom, but we do some uh, we do some FaceTime stuff, um, and that's how this album mainly happened. Like he wrote a lot of the songs by himself with other pe- with, some, with some other people or with had, had some influences from other people, and I kind of put my the rj scout into them you know um, most of the songs i recorded with them they had to have i had to be able to relate to them though i can't sing a song that doesn't that has nothing to do with it. like i couldn't sing a song about surfing in la because <laughs> I, I don't know anything about surfing in la and it would be completely fake it's not me um and i even if it was a, a great song if i can't connect with it i can't get into it i can't do it and on the flip side a lot of the songs that are on the album, it's like half and half. Me and Christopher Heckman wrote this album together. So it's like, it's co-written, but a lot of the songs he he fully wrote and I just put my style into them. And then I'd say 50 to 55%, maybe 60%. I I wrote songs or a flip side. I don't know. I haven't really measured it out. We don't care. We don't really do that. It's kind, it's kind of like... When you start writing songs and working with somebody, you make a deal right off the bat. Let's put an album out, okay? Well, how are we going to do this? Um, and this works. And this, I mean, a lot of country songwriting goes this way. There's no rules anymore, John. No, it used to be before you know, move to Nashville, live there ten years, and hoping you'll get a hit song out. You know, what I mean, that used to be how country music worked. But now uh, you've got artists like uh, Cody Jinks. Uh, Cody Johnson, who just hit mainstream, um, even guys like Aaron Lewis that were already established. So they, they kind of hadn't, they they already had a fan base and they were able to convert it over to country. Um, I kind of did the same thing with stealing Neil, You know, I had, I had a rock fan base and flipped it over, but not to get too far off topic, um, with, uh, with this whole album, we just decided right off the bat, whatever we decide to put together, you know. Let's just not let's not worry about who's who's and what's what's. If I write a song and we like it, let's put it on the album. If you write a song and, and I like it, because I'm the I'm the performer, let's put it on the album. You know, so it worked both ways. So pretty much it's a 50-50 deal between me and Chris. We uh, and we're constantly we, we don't we, we never stop. It's like it's like any entrepreneur or anybody that's trying to that's self-made. You don't and as a musician, and all musicians know this, you catch slack from nine to five workers, okay? You're always going to catch slack. It's always going to be that way. Because you don't, you don't get up, you don't do everything the same time they do. You know, a lot of times you're coming in from a place where you play, they're getting up to go to work, you know? So uh, for us, it never stops. Uh, my phone is constantly, you know, and I'm not complaining, I'm just saying um For those who don't for those of the out there that don't understand, especially when you're trying to get get known or heard or sell a song to a big artist or try to, or try to get your song get yourself to a platform where you're known by thousands and thousands to sell albums and to promote yourself, um, right now it's really hard. It's super super hard. Um, as we spoke before, I'm, I'm on vacation right now. And I'm doing. I'm on vacation. I'm, I want to get away from everything. But I know, I know how busy you are. And when you said, "Yeah, let's do a show together," I'm like, "Dude, I'm on it." Because guys like me, guys that grind and want to make it and want to do things, you can't stop. So, uh, before I'm done rambling, I just want to say thank you for having me on here tonight, and thanks for thanks for making the time. I know I know you've had some chaos in your life quite recently, and i'm
0: just really thankful you were able to get me on here yeah well thanks for being a part of it I, I said before um you know if we didn't do it tonight it might be another week or two before we get together and by that time the album's out a month already and you know we kind of missed the the <clears throat> the start of it all so i wanted to make sure that we got this done tonight yes i am going through some <laughs> just some chaos in the home life uh, but uh, like I said, just a little bump in the road. But uh, I'm glad you took the time tonight. And for anyone listening or watching, um, RJ is I think you're in Virginia, and he is probably, yeah I, I'm in Texas, Virginia. Uh, he is using the uh, like the the internet of the old ages, like when you know back in '95 when it first came out. So if there is a little bit of. a... <laughs> If there is a bit of a lag or some uh, you know some issues with the audio, I do apologize. But again, we wanted to I want to get this, sh- this done tonight because the new album that RJ put out called North Country is is really great. Um, some of my favorites include Heaven in the Hayfield, uh, Back in the Old Days. I mean that that is really uh, you know hits home for me because not only because of the lyrics and you know talking about simpler times and simpler days. You know for me and you i mean we we grew up in those simpler times and and you know back when and the song talks about you know with uh, no cell phones and you know meeting your friends out and riding bikes and kind of that uh, that vibe and um yeah you know kind yeah, of yeah. shutting off and here we are r <clears throat> j just alluded to the fact that he's on vacation, but he's still connected because he has to be and it's that's the life we live in right now but um that's we got now. here we are. <laughs> But so, yeah, yeah, so I the mean, album... thinking... No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just agreeing with you. I was just gonna say the, you know, we, we talked about how you've some of these songs have been out for a long time, and you know, it's been five years since the the last release was, and that album was called "Wreck My Head," also available streaming on the, uh, the streaming services. Um, huh? But uh, obviously, we don't want to talk too much about it because, you know, you said it before, I'll, I say it to every show that I do, I'm sick and tired of talking about it, but I feel like we have to address it because that's the life that we're, we're you know living in and it's COVID. So obviously you said that, you know, it was kind of put on uh, a bit of a delay in getting this music out. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the thing, the thing is, is that when you, when you produce something and you get it out there and you're ready to go, it's good to release music, but I'm a performer. Everybody knows that. You've been to my shows before. I'll play by myself as a solo artist. I'll play uh, – actually, you've had him on the show before. You've had Paul Young. He's Paul plays with me in Stealing Neal. He's our bass player. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were hanging out with your brother mm-hmm. the other night. I just want to throw that in there. Yeah, he it, told me that. But he only had good things to <laughs> say. John oh, yeah. had only good things to say. All, it was all good things. That's good. good. That's good. Uh, yeah. So, but, uh, but, um, you know, it's hard to. Uh, just the timing was wrong last year. Um, I, I had, lots of people had to completely change their line of work, especially musicians, and um, which I did. I also, I also, uh, I also own a firewood business. I uh, I supply uh, barbecue houses. Uh, that smoke meets with firewood and you know me I'm an old school country boy I live in the middle of the woods in Knoxon and that's something I keep on the back burner but last year I had to turn that into my mainstay and the community helped me big John good it helped me good. big time like I mean I sold more firewood during COVID like the beginning of it and I I mean everybody was having campfires like, at home with their loved ones because they couldn't go anywhere and do anything and, and actually, I never thought that me selling wood, I, I thought it was just going to be a little side project. And it actually ended up really coming in because I wasn't, I wasn't able to make any income playing music. And, you know, when you have, when you do what, you know, a, I'm, I'm a local musician in any PA, but I also like to travel and I like to play out and I had a lot of contracts signed for, uh, you know, state correctional. And I'm not the only one. When people watch when people watch this podcast, I want them to understand that I know what they went through because I went through the same thing. We had state fairs, we had county fairs, we had state correctional institutes, we had bars, weddings, divorce parties, uh, whatever, whatever you want. That's how we make our income as musicians. That's what we do. And you know, COVID just completely nothing. I went. I went from full force. I mean, I thought, you know, and it's fun. I th- I thought last year was going to be, whew, and the then best. just like everyone else, and then boom, <clears throat> out
0: of nowhere. Yeah, the best year yet. And because and I, I, I talked to a lot of people, uh, I, myself included. I was I was have I was I was prepared and set to have my best year in radio sales. I've ever had and, and I think a lot of people just in, in their in their careers in general, whether it's a car dealership or a musician or, or whatever, a restaurant. Um I just talked to John Tabone um at Bar Pazzo the other, <clears throat> the other week. And um same he said the same thing. We were, they were all just ready to like 2020 was like the year that people were just like prepared for, and, like they, they they built careers for almost. And yeah sure shit. Like, it's just hard to believe that, you know, this happened in, in our lives and that we had to get through it and, and deal with it. And, and it's just, it's yeah. just crazy. It's crazy. And it just,
1: I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah. I, like I said, I'm at a point now where it's like, uh, and now, and now everything, like everything, I mean, uh, you know, you and I are both Pennsylvanians I've been traveling a lot. Uh, I've just started traveling more now. And, um, uh, you know, it's funny how different parts of the country are act, treat things. It, uh, it's so weird. We're, we're all the United States. We're all Americans, but like New York city is completely different from like, you know, Dallas, Texas, the way they, the way everything is treated as far as masks like mask mandates go as far as vaccinations go as far as, um, Concealed weapons carries go as far as it's so strange to me how I could go to Missouri and, uh, which is an excellent fishing, by the way. If you ever get a chance to travel to Missouri to southern Missouri, I was south of Springfield. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Richie Zewski for having me out in the beginning of May because I am a huge fisherman. And I love to fish. Um, it's just so weird what COVID has done to every, it has affected everybody differently. Um, and it seems like, um, Pennsylvania is one of the slower states getting back into the path of release into uh, no, uh, what works I use it normalcy you know I, I, I traveled to a couple of uh, southern states and everybody's just and uh, you know it's just it, like you said it is crazy it's just crazy how everything is so right now it feels like we're ready to like ready for something big you know. Mm-hmm. Ready for? Uh, I mean, my, like my schedule right now. I've been deny, you know. I've been de- denying people left and right because the schedule is filling up so fast now. Because things are opening back up, you know. And it's just so strange, you know. I, I I make a phone call to New York City where I played in a place in Brooklyn. They're they're still not having entertainment. They're not having. They're not having. It. And it's uh, to me that's odd that we're not all the whole country's not all doing it together. which I think it's okay. It's the way that. It's the way our constitution works. It's the way our government works. It's the way the states work. You know, we are, the states govern themselves and they do their own thing, but it's just odd, you know, how we can, like you go to Missouri, everybody's doing their own thing pretty much just about maskless. Bands are playing out. You can go see music if you want. You come north farther, North Pennsylvania, New York, you know, And that all—it's all—we're all all still kind of locked down, you know—not not not as much, but a little bit. It's 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 wild because
0: I know that like Texas and parts of Texas were like like the governor was like, or you know, no masks masks aren't needed. And then you know you go to Florida and that's like COVID never existed in Florida, which is crazy because they had like one of the you know largest uh, elderly population. Right. Yeah. And it's just, so it's just it is wild how it, it all works out. And then uh, and it's it's yeah. so it's easy to think about like why people, you know, wonder if. And I don't want to get into conspiracy theories and things like that with you tonight. Uh, no, that, it, no, that's but, fine. I love conspiracies. But it's 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 it's. I mean, there's reason why people think that because there are states that are like, okay, no, it, this never existed, but it, you know,
1: obviously it has. And, well, we know, well I mean John, I think what the problem is is I don't think the problem now is that people don't think COVID existed. I know it existed. I had it. I was affected by it. I'm a type 1 diabetic, okay? I'm type 1 diabetic and I had it and uh, it put me down for a couple of weeks. Um, for someone for someone to ignore the fact that it exists, I mean that's I, I don't even know what words to, to, to describe that. That makes no sense. Um, right. now the way right. the way it was dealt with, I that's where I can understand the differences in opinion. There's no there's no you know, there's no uh, I don't think there should be any disagreement. Well, there is no disagreement. It, it existed, it, it was it was real. I I've never been affected by a cold that way the way it was and my wife was affected by it too back in January. So I mean But but there are people There are
0: people who think that it was a hoax. There are people who think that that's what I'm trying to get at. And like,
1: yeah, I was, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had it. So I can, I, I can honestly say right now, I know that whatever, whatever I had, whatever it was, was not a hoax. I had never had anything like that before um, that gave me those symptoms that gave me those signs. It wasn't a regular flu. Um, But at the same point in time, I also was never very keen, and I'll be open about it, and I'm, it doesn't bother me to say it. I'm, I'm an American. I'm free. I'm, I'm entitled to my opinion. I don't like masks. I never liked masks, and, and before I got COVID, I, would, I, w- I was becoming a little more conditioned to wear masks because I figured, well, you know what? I don't have to work all day with a mask on. If I just have to put one on for a couple minutes to go do something, big deal. So I did wear one uh, when I went to go do things, and I still got COVID. So like I said, for me, I think the problem more in our society is uh, how we reacted to it. I think that's what people have a problem with. Um, I think people are more concerned with the vaccine. They're more concerned with masks. Um, There might be people, whatever group of people are out there that think that COVID does not exist, like I said. I don't even want to say the word I want to say. I'm not going to say it <laughs> because we're probably thinking the same word. Okay. But uh, I think the problem that lies is uh, how we dealt with it. And, and you know, I think a lot of the problem too is the media. Every time you turn the media on, no matter what media you watch, whether you're a conservative, whether you're on the liberal side, we're always being fed completely opposite information. It doesn't you know what I mean? Like, it, and it and it, and it seems like it's all built to just take us as a whole and just go, whoosh, and tear us apart. I'm I'm sick of it. Like, I can't even watch the news anymore. I can't. I I, there's, I, I like to talk. I like to listen to certain talk radio hosts, but besides that, I can't even watch the news anymore because it just seems so divisive. Um, it, it is. You know. You know what I mean? Well, on one hand. This this news media outlet says, oh, uh, um, you know, if you do this, this will happen, and you're no good. And the other one says, well, if you don't do this, I think people need to be better critical thinkers, and I think that's what we're losing in society. Be a better critical thinker. Think for for yourself. Use your brain. Trust 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 you want to trust. Don't take that freedom away from people. And be a better critical thinker. If you touch fire and it burns you, don't touch fire. You know what I mean? Like, uh, right. Don't do things right. that don't make logical sense. Um, and I, like I said, for me personally, the, 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 the news outlets and the media, I got six months ago, I was, I was in a totally different place in my head. Now, I'm so tired of it. I just want to work on writing music and uh, could care less about turning on the news.
0: Well, that's probably you're probably better off. Um,
1: and
0: and you know you, we mentioned this song before back in the old days, which is a great song. Yeah, I mean, you wrote that obviously before the pandemic hit, but like, obviously you're you're, you're kind of you, you like that old old school um, mentality and and you know reflecting on when life was easier. So like, you know, going going back to that song and the rest of the records. I mean, the, the songs that you wrote. I mean where do you get your inspiration from for those songs is it is it reflecting on life and what it used to be and you know how, how you wish things were a little simpler than they are now or or relationships because obviously one of the songs i think is uh well i think i know is about your wife uh which is which is very beautiful it's a, a minute yeah. twenty six second song about a uh, to your wife yeah
1: it's a, it's a quick one
0: yeah but uh i mean it gets the point across right
1: yeah well, yeah, I mean, I didn't, when I, that song, like people ask me all the time and I'm sure you've asked songwriters all the time. Cause you have a lot of nice songs. I, I watch a lot of your podcasts. I don't always watch the full thing, but cause I don't have time, but I'll watch what I can watch. Fair enough. And, um, um Jack White said it once, you know, from the white stripes, uh, Jack White said, so you got to let God in the room. And what he meant by that statement was he could have literally meant, you know, Got to let God in the room and let Him take over or whatever. But what what He also could have meant was, what happens happens when you write a song. Now some of the songs on the album are direct, are from direct happenings in your life, in, in my life. The song Michelle, I love you is obviously about my wife. She's stuck by my side through thick and thin, and I have nothing but respect for her. She's a hard worker. She's a great mother, and she's and she also inspired me to write a song back in the old days because my wife has that old, she reminds me, um, she just gives me that, like, that's that's one thing I always loved about my wife was that she has that old school kindness to her. Like, 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 you know, someone's, someone's pulled over on the side of the road. You pull over to see if they're okay. Um, If you see somebody working real hard by our house, you offer them a water. Uh, you say please and thank you 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 know you um and that's just the kind of woman she is so um, she had a lot to do with that song and um but there's songs on the album like uh, like gone gone is not written from my perspective gone is written from a person's perspective that was hurt that is writing you know what I mean like The album is, it's a really great album, and we won't have the time to get into every single song and what every single song is about. But, like, um, I don't always like to say what the songs are about because I don't want to take away from you what you get from it. If I tell you what the song's about, it's going to take away what you think and what you feel when you listen to it, and I don't really want to do that. I want to keep a little bit of mystery in the air. And if if something like, uh, I I will tell you this much. Track number seven is called Now I Lay Me Down. That was written by my 78-year-old grandfather. That's his life story. The first line is, I was born in 43. Well, that's a dead giveaway right there. The song's not about me. (laughs) Okay. I was born in 83. So it's about my grandfather. Um, He wrote the lyrics and he said, know what can you do with this i went home and 10 minutes later i had a song that song took me 10 minutes to write that was it I, i i he gave me the melody what he heard in his head he's not a songwriter. my grandfather is very um he likes to entertain people he's funny he does a lot of impressions and stuff but he never wrote a song and he had a dream one night and he says, i wrote a dream down on a piece of paper what do you think and that's song number seven besides that let them let let the songs be whatever they want to be to you if if it if it if it if you think it's a if it fits your life if it it's a, if it fits something that happened to you in your life let it be that it doesn't have to be i know what it is when i sing it i know what it means to me right. let it be what you want
0: i always think it's really cool um and respect the fact that you say that I, I, and it's so funny when, like, if, if I heard a song and you heard a song, like how it's, it's possible that we would hear two different things. And uh, I remember one of my favorite artists, yeah. uh, Pete Yorn, had a song. I forget the name of the, the song, but when I first heard it, and I think it was because of the, the situation I was in and my life at the time, um, I heard him sing, Fall in Love with Me, and then something else. And then years yeah. later, I actually looked at the lyrics, and it it's, it was it was the exact opposite of that. And it said, "Is something wrong with me?" Which I think it, it's just so yeah. weird how like I heard a different uh, a different lyric, so to speak. I mean, yeah. like, granted, like I think it's like possible that you know it, it. He said it that way, and it sounded that way. Whatever. But it's you're so right in that like you know, you write a song and you don't ever want to take away what that song means to you know Joey over here compared to you know Sarah over here because like the music is so like that's great about music is like people can just interpret it the way they want to and and just kind of you know go
1: with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and t- you're absolutely right. And to add to that. The songs are cut and dry. I mean, that's another thing I like about the album, dude. I'm a northern country boy. Okay, you know that. You know where I'm from. You know, you know my lifestyle. You know, I like to hunt and fish, and I like to do. Th- I like, I like, to, I like to, I like to, I like to forage in the game. Uh, you know, I like wild game hunting, fishing, foraging. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a big, I'm a big survivalist buff. I got into it in the last couple of years. Um, I watch a couple of YouTubers that are into it, so I really like. Uh, I really appreciate where I, where I'm from because I can kind of. Uh, we got a, We've got some land where we live, and um, um, I'm able to kind of use that land and where I live as an inspiration. But what uh, what I'm getting at is where um, when it comes to the songs on the album. Like a song, like "I Belong to You," which is, which to me, I hear a country line dancing song. So when I wrote that song, I put my phone down on my, I have a uh, on my iPhone, I have a voice memo, and that's how I, that's where I write all my songs. If I get a melody in my head, I put it on a voice memo so I don't lose it. And artists know that you, you always got to capture what's in your head at the time, especially if you like it. Or if it's driving you nuts, if you can't get it out of your head, you gotta write it down so you can let it go. You know it's in there. You know it's saved. So that's what I do, and then I always come back to it. But that song is like a—it's uh, very self-explanatory. The song said the chorus says, um, "You belong to me just like I belong to you. Uh, uh, you're married. You 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 get what I'm talking about." There's a line in the song that says. Uh, 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 We've got it all, but sometimes we act like we don't. We let our lives get in the way, but there ain't no way I would do this with anyone else. And that's the reality of life. Anybody that's married can connect with those lyrics because you know, it and I know it, yep. that they, 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 the chaos and the the, um, the pressure of life can, especially when you have children, uh, can completely just muddy the the waters of relationship and love and make you feel like, Oh man, you know, you know, why don't I have it like that guy or why couldn't I have it like that guy? But the reality is, is that you have it all. You got, you have that child, you have that, you know, you have your wife, you have, you have the American dream. You have to remember that. So that's what that song is. That song's a reminder to me that whenever I'm losing my mind and I can't, I just can't get it together. I, I I use those as bookmarks to go back to and say, you know what? We do have it all. And sometimes we act like we don't. We let stupid, petty little things get in the way. And uh, so, like I said, a lot of the album is self-explanatory, but it's country, man. And it's true. It's not like, and I hate saying this because it puts me in a spot, but it's not like, It's not like that L.A. meets Nashville country music. It's not like that at all. This is true, heartfelt country music. Everything on this album is true, man. There's not a song on this album that didn't come. Me and Chris wrote this together. There isn't a song on this album that one of these instances didn't happen to us. We didn't go through it. We didn't didn't just think like, like we weren't sitting in a room with six people going, Hey, what idea do you have? What idea do you have? What's good for a song? We wrote down on a piece of paper what was on our hearts and on our minds, and came up with music, and then the rest just came from there. It's all true; it's one hundred percent real, all of it.
0: And that's that's great. I mean, that's I mean, I think what's so great about music as well is is stuff that comes you know from the heart. And um, you mentioned you had a lot of property, and I know you have a song and a video. For who you are. Was that filmed yeah. on your property as well?
1: Actually, no, it wasn't. Oh. That was actually filmed. No, but I am going to be re- releasing another video and you're going to see some of my property. And actually, another one with a lot of my. It's coming soon. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm not going to leak it out there because I want it to be a surprise when it comes out. We're going to be doing some. Uh, there's going to be a lot more people in this video. You're going to see a lot of jacked up trucks, a lot of hot rod cars. A lot, of guys, a lot of guys, a lot of girls, um, all kinds of people um, working on this with me. Um, I've got a team of four. We, I have a team. I have a network. There's about five people. And everything we do, we make those decisions together. So um, it's going to be great. But uh, the, the, the landscape and the area where that video took place was in a, a town called Rexville, New York which is very very comparable to Knox in Pennsylvania out in the woods where there's nothing. Uh, That's where Chris is from. And that's why we write so well together because our lives, uh, I met Chris through social media years ago. And we wrote, we wrote, we co-wrote some songs on wreck my head. We co-wrote songs on that also. So um, my wife's back anyway. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Michelle, Michelle, I love you. The song, "Shall I love
0: you. Tell Me yeah, it was just a song. I was, I was joke. It was joke.
1: She's, like, she's
0: like, huh? He's like, huh? Oh, uh, no, what a, what a, okay. what a failed 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 joke coming. that was.
1: Yeah, what a, it's okay though. I don't care. Now this, not, now it's real TV, man. Now we're getting the nitty gritty. The real, the kids are back. Oh, great. So anyhow, anyhow, because of the lighting, that's what I, that's what I But anyhow, anyhow, um, it's it shot in Rexville, New York. Okay. Uh and Chris's, uh, we we used some uh, we used some barn footage. Yeah. All right, whoa, RJ, say hi real quick. Say- this is little RJ. Say hi to John. Hi. That's What's up, RJ? Right there. How you doing, buddy? Love you. Wants to show you Godzilla versus. Godzilla. Godzilla. Oh
0: man, I have that waiting for me oh. to watch upstairs too, man.
1: Oh yeah, it's a good one. Hey, we have upstairs awesome on Love you, buddy. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, wait till your kid's seven.
0: Dude, it's wild, man. And <laughs> then, I wait to
1: your kid, then wait till your kid's 17. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I want to get into so, that, too. Like, so, that was
1: actually shot.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. It was shot in uh,
1: Rexville. Rexville, New York, uh, on my buddy's farm. And uh, um, when you see the footage, um, I just learned so much from that video, and the video is doing real good right now. We've got uh, a, we're promoting that, we're promoting the heck out of it, and we're trying to let the video grow and do what it's going to do. It's 100% original. There's no big names on it recording it. There's not, like I said, 100% independent, and that's where we're going to stay. We shot it in the woods at Chris's, uh, from Chris's house, and from some of the properties he had. What's so great about the two of us and what we have is we have these things at our disposal. We, we, we both have farms and woodlands and things that we can use to shoot these videos. I mean, we have places where we can have mud bogs with trucks and do all kinds of country stuff, you know? Well, like it's, so, it's so we're both, we both have. I've got a uh, mailbox
0: full of mail. I'm uh, guessing that the invite for the next uh, video shoot is probably in there right now. John,
1: I know how hard it was to get myself on this show with you. How the hell am I going to get you to a video, to a video shoot? How am I going to get you in a video? Shoot?
0: I, just, I just drive a car. I just, I just drive the car. It just it just drives and it, it gets me there. But
1: yeah, do you have a Chevy? It's got to be a Chevy,
0: man. Well, I'll just borrow somebody's. I'll, I'll just I'll arrive in my limo because I'm fancy, right? Does your brother? Does your bro- does your brother have a Chevy one of your brothers uh my brother has uh, I think they're both are they both dodges might be dodges I think they're both dodges not gonna work how am I gonna get sponsored by she- how well, am I gonna I, get sponsored I just, by Chevy just,
1: if I'm driving dodges
0: can I just jump in someone else's Chevy that has one like just just a like yeah, a yeah you could do that you, a, you,
1: you could drive mine you could drive mine there we go I'll crash it it'd be cool yeah, I don't care. It's full. It's covered. I got full coverage. We're good. Yeah, it's good. My insurance won't go up. All right. Well,
0: good luck with your next video without me. That's fine. No, you're gonna be there now. <laughs> now I'm gonna hold you to it. <laughs> I just weasel my way into it. Was that RJ? Is RJ back? Little, little RJ, is he back?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I told, I told you once. Once the kids get back, there's no this is this is how it is game on <laughs> No, he's, he's he's preoccupied he'll be good we're, That's we're okay. on vacation you know That's all 10 good. Time is later
0: it's all good man. I don't do it's all vacation. good man you're you're a family man uh i respect that from you I, i'm the same way i, I actually have Thanks, uh my, my so, kid next here. to me on the, the the uh the monitor here because my wife is uh nice. preoccupied at the moment um yeah we do what we gotta do you know
1: John, are you growing a mullet? Uh, well, Is you, I that mean, a
0: mullet, I see? it's not a it's not a mullet, RJ. It's, it's just I haven't I actually have not cut my hair since the end of January. Like like this like I was getting the size I think you cut. Let,
1: I think you should let it go.
0: Well, no. I have been. So the top no. has not been John, cut. You- the The top has not been cut since uh, March of last year, March twenty twenty. I was getting the size cut, but the size had not been cut since um, January of, like, January 25th, I want to say, of, of this year. So, it's yeah, I mean, I'm just, uh, you know, I work at a cool I think place you should now. Go with it.
1: I, I, I think you should go with it, man. I think you should mullet yourself the hell out. You need to get that mullet done. Yeah. Come on, man. You know you used to have one. You know when you were a kid you had a mullet.
0: I, I had a rat tail.
1: Had a, rat I tail had a rat tail too. We had rat tails. Yeah, that was badass. We ass. had rats, but we had rat tails.
0: It was badass back then. I remember I playing little league. The little league, the the locks were flowing. It was great. But what I want to talk to you about real quick before, um, yeah, I want you to get back to your family and enjoy the vacations. But like, yeah. um, what I mean, you? you know, I I met you in, in school. I remember you as a uh, a huge Pearl Jam fan. Um, every study hall, I feel like you had a guitar with you, which was always great for, uh, those who love music, which I think was most of the the study hall group. Um, yeah. But what what was the band that you had in high school?
1: Fishpool, man. Fishpool. God
0: damn it, dude. I I was going crazy. John,
1: you were at shows I know at redano's
0: I know back room of Redano's RIP God, you were there the old are the old Rodanos where there's a there's a the King's old College redano's. build right building there now R.I.P. old redano's back room there's great shows back there no I and I, I could picture I have great I have like great. a burned C D and it says fish pool on it. God I can't yeah. I can't believe that I couldn't remember it dude I could not remember it for the life of me like because you've had you had fish pool Those- had you had um bus five. Right. Yeah. Uh you're doing Stealing yeah, Neal. Short that, about
1: two years. Stealing Neal,
0: yeah. Stealing Neil now.
1: Yeah.
0: My brother was like, you know, why does he keep saying I've, my name? Now, I, I, played... was...
1: yeah. 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 And uh well, you know, I, I opened up for uh, I opened up for Aaron Tippin a couple years ago back at the Luzerne County Fair. And um Aaron, Aaron took interest in our rock music, and he liked my voice a lot. And he said, I'd love to have you down in my studio in, uh, in Na- near Nashville. It, they call it Nashville, but any, any sister town to Nashville, they call Nashville. It wasn't Nashville. Sure, sure, it was sure. Smithville, Smithville, yeah. Tennessee. It was about 20 minutes outside the city. And uh, him and his friend, Ricky Scruggs, they were there with us in the band back then. Uh, I was performing with Dustin Schweitzer and Brian Feist. Um, at that at that time, they're not with me now. But um, that was great to have them down there with me. Great guys, um, and Jared Scavone. You know Jared Scavone. He still yep. plays with me. I know all those Jared's guys. Still yeah, playing with and, um, now on this album, um, here's here's a cool fact for this album. Because you'll never uh, you'll never uh, you'll never know this because everything's digital now. Unless I do a package deal together, you're not going to get CDs. I'm not going to have CDs made. Right. It's weird. People are still having CD release parties. I'm not gonna I do they just call them CD release parties and they just release their album or do they really release CDs or because some people still like to just listen to CDs? I think it's cool. But on on the on the on this album, I'm gonna drop some, I'm gonna do some name drops right now. All right, let's do um, it. there's a guy on Heaven in a Hayfield, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Tim Venerosa, who did the lead guitars from Nashville. This was during COVID. This really helped me because all these guys that are on the road with big artists, they were all stuck at home. Not They weren't touring. So I grabbed them for the album. Um, I didn't use my usual guys. Uh, Chris Langan, he's a local guy. He yep. did all the drums on the album.
0: Chris is a great Chris guy. Chris Langan yeah. does
1: all the drums except for Sean. Yeah, Chris, Chris does all my studio work out at S.I. I have to name drop uh, Tom Borthwick and Joe uh, and Wiggy. Yeah. SL hell yeah. Studios. Hell they yeah. Do, they do all my records. Um, uh, here's another guy. Uh, Jason Miller. He is from Wabash, Indiana, but he's been, he plays in all, he's a, he's a, everybody, he's a, he's a national name. He's, he's on uh, what I call home. And he's also on, I belong to you. He does all the lead guitar on that. Um. There's another guy, and I can't. I, I got to get his. Let, let me check my phone here, just one second, okay? Sure. Because I want to make sure I have his name right now. I don't want to say it. Can you hear? Can you hear Godzilla up there? Is that what that is? I think it, I think it is. Why is my phone being slow? Don't allow. My computer wants to like access my phone. I don't want it. To.
0: That's the problem with technology. They want to access everything.
1: I know. And I want some, I want some privacy in my life. <laughs> Good um, luck. Good luck. I'll get back to Yeah, I know. Right. Um, Tyler Hall. He plays with Aaron Lewis. Uh, before Tyler Hall played with Aaron Lewis, he played with Daryl Singletary, who was a big Nashville. He was a big guy on Broadway in Nashville and uh, he unfortunately passed away a couple years ago unexpectedly, and um, Tyler Hall was known as a, so on the song Gone, Tyler Hall is on that song, and he, he's actually Aaron Lewis's pedal steel player now. So, uh, I, and there's, 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 a, there's a couple more names on this album I had. Um, I'm trying to get, there's a guy named Kyle that did, uh, he works with Josh Turner doing work Another famous country artist. I the only reason I, I, I guess I have to say I'm thankful for that part of COVID because if it wasn't yeah. happening, I never would have. They never would have been available. They sure. never would have been available. You know. Um, so it. and I had a Grant yeah. Williams. You might know Grant Williams. He's a mm-hmm. he's a well known bass player from the area. Absolutely. He's also on the album. Wow, There's um, a lot of guys so yeah. like I said. Um, yeah, it's a musician medley on this album. <laughs> now when I tour, when I tour, it'll probably be Jared Scavone, Paul Young and Pat Myers on drums. That's that'll probably that'll probably be my lineup. I mean, the only, I the only
0: the only problem I see with that group
1: is Paul Young. But uh I mean, Oh, he's an absolute he's an absolute um, menace. <laughs> he's, he's out of control. Every, 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 but he's so talented.
0: I mean, I just I have know, to have I know the fucking guy. Jesus.
1: I just, I, well, I just have to have them. It's a menace. But have
0: have well, them. listen, again, I want to get you back to your family. You're on vacation, but real quick, I mean, talk about a little bit about like, yeah. you know, you being a husband and a father and a gigging musician. I mean, it's, that's probably not the easiest thing to do. You're out playing at night, you're traveling, you're doing this, you're doing that. How, ha, how have you been able yeah. to kind of navigate the the landscape that has been uh, a, a musician and um said a father and
1: husband how have i been able to navigate uh you learn that uh you'll sleep when you're dead and you learn that um if you're if you're any if you're any bit of a good person that's dedicated and you want to see your kids do good and you want to see your family have good things and you want to do good things for your family that you'll make them number one above anything. So the music comes secondary to the family. Um, so I just try to make sure that, you know, um, when the important things are going on with the kids, I make sure that I'm always there for it. I don't make every baseball game. That's just not a reality. I have to make a living. I don't make every, um, I don't make every Boy Scout meeting. I don't make every – I make everyone I can. I might be at that baseball game for 20 minutes before my show, um, but I try, you know. And I think that's the most important thing, especially with a. If, if I had to give any advice to a, a guy who was going to go into the music industry that was a father, I'd say, uh, you know, don't leave them out. Don't leave them out. Make sure, make sure that the music doesn't. Um, don't make the music, uh, you know, more important than the family. I've been on both sides of that spectrum, and as I've gotten older, I've realized that, um, you know. Making that family number one priority is 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 in your best interest to keep not just to, not just for their well being but for your well being. You know that's I, that's I it's pretty much all. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Sorry. And uh, I, I have to tell one story before we leave tonight, and uh, I think it's a story that will connect you and I for the rest of our lives. And I'm sure you probably know the story I'm going to say. <laughs> Here we so, go. So. but um. For those of you watching and listening, RJ, I, I said RJ and I have been friends for a long time since we were 13 or 14 years old, but there was a moment in my life where I knew that RJ had my back, and um, I think it was, I think it was freshman year, it may have been sophomore year, I can't remember the exact year, but freshman. we a freshman. We, uh, we had yeah. we had study hall together, it was the last period of the day before we left the day, and... Um, I don't know how it started. I don't really know what sparked it. I was always the kind of kid that was uh, just very neutral. I, I, I didn't ever start problems. I would I never, but I also never didn't take a lot of shit from people too. So I might've mouthed off, but there were two individuals. I won't even mention their names because I mean, they might be great guys no. this today, like whatever. But there were two kids no that kids. Were, were, no kids. were, were, were kind of picking on me. Right. I was, I was getting bullied, and in today's world, that's not okay, but um, I was getting kind of a little, little, little bullied, and we were leaving the the last class of the day to, to get on the buses and go to, to go home, and they were kind of still picking on me, and RJ, you, you, you know this because you were there, you did it, but RJ came to my rescue and, and kind of like, I don't know, you didn't like slam against the lockers, you didn't do anything like crazy, but like you kind of like... Stepped in and were like, yo, guys, stop fucking around. And I will forever remember that moment. No, I,
1: um, I jacked the one kid. I jacked the one kid. I told the other kid to lay off. And the other one got shoved. Right. He got shoved because I, I because I, I, I saw that you were not in. The situation was unfair. You were innocent. You didn't do anything. Um, and uh, I'll always do that. That's how I was raised. And that's how I'll always be. And that's how I teach my kids to be. Um, you were always a friend of mine. We always had a connection through music and through basketball because I love to shoot hoops with you in junior high. And we were always buddies. Yeah. And I just didn't, I didn't, um, I was always taught to stick up because you didn't, you, you're, you're absolutely correct. You weren't, you had two kids on you, man. That's a lot of pressure when you're 15 years old. Okay. You were 15. Yeah. So. I decided to neutralize the threat and uh, I do it again today, buddy. you know, I love you and I got your back and uh, thank you so much for having me on here. I appreciate it.
0: No, thanks for the great music. Thanks for always kind of keeping me in the loop of things you're doing. I really appreciate that uh, a lot, especially when oh, I have nice. the radio show and I'm, I'm glad I was able to have you on tonight. Yeah. I know it wasn't the greatest of circumstances just because you're on vacation. You're, you're taking time away from your family. I do appreciate what you're doing. Um, but the record is great. Again, it's North Country. It's a great album. It's on the streaming services, Apple, Spotify, all the all the, the, the popular ones. Um, because yeah, it's actually on Touch Tunes, too.
1: Touch Tunes. It's on Touch
0: Tunes. Yeah. You can play in the bars. There you go. You play hit, in the hit, bars. Hit in the bars. Um, even the record before that, also a great record. Um, I Wreck My Head is the name of that. Um, but please, mm-hmm. by all means, keep me in the loop what you're doing. Uh, I'm proud of you, man. Um, you too, man. Uh, yeah, I mean we've known each other for a long time, and I, I can't say enough about you. And um, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you're not always seen. Um, like your, your political views are never uh, loved by many. I guess how, uh, what I'm what I'm getting at is oh yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: what, I'm, what I'm getting at is is I don't I don't necessarily um, disagree with you politically. What I'm saying is the fact that you and I, 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 real quick, you you've spoken out against vaccines. I've I've been vaccinated, but what I'm saying is I respect you. What? And what you again? I, what I'm saying. I don't even want to bring it up, but yeah. I brought it up, I, I want to say to people in general, like, no, John, that's funny. you can you can have yeah. conversations with people who have differences yeah. of opinions. And that's what we're Absolutely. doing here tonight. So please, by, like, like, people in the world need to like just like, understand that people are allowed to have differences. They're allowed Absolutely. to have, think differently and still, Absolutely. at the end of the day, respect each other. And I think you know, that's a, a prime example of what we're doing tonight. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to make this political Absolutely. at I, all. I, it just, that's fine.
1: No, listen, John, John, when did it become a bad thing to talk po- about politics? I know. We, we've made I do. I know. Because I know like not we people can talk about politics and disagree and it's okay
0: I know it's that's okay. what I'm saying that's what and, I'm saying
1: even if it's not a even if it's, not, even if it's not a political thing like if you want to get a vaccine go ahead I right. don't care but right I don't allow people to guilt trip me because I won't get one and if you don't and want I, to I, that's like, fine too that's, I mean it's America that's
0: it's how America
1: I yes exactly that's that's the point point. that's free that that's the difference that's the difference between being free and not being free being able to say hey i don't you know i don't agree with that i don't know what you know i don't know what it is i don't trust it and then someone else could say well i i've looked into it i've studied it i do trust it and i want to get it if you think that if you think that makes you safer then do it i'm i like i said <laughs> i i agree with you 100%
0: that's, that's the only reason I was bringing it up. I, I, I don't even want to acknowledge it. Like, I just, I, I just feel like we mentioned it at the very beginning. So it's full circle here. We've just been so, yeah. we've been so divided as a country yeah. in general. Um, I just kind of wanted to like, yeah. just talk, like, we're. it doesn't matter what we think. Like we can still respect each other and have conversations that matter. And. Uh, yep.
1: Yep. Um, listen, I don't, I never have a problem with anybody's political belief until it's shoved down my throat. Yes. Listen, everybody knows that it's, it's not a secret where I sent. It's not. I mean, you don't have to dig deep to know where I sent. Um, but I'm never going to – I can tell you why I support my ideas and why I, why I choose to live this way. But it doesn't make you a bad person because you don't agree with me. <laughs> it's just a reality in life. Everybody's different. Yeah. So, and no, I agree with you, man. I'm not a
0: Trump guy. You. I'm not a Trump guy. I'm not a Biden guy. I'm just like, I'm a people guy. I want people to just realize that we we as people are bigger than all that shit. And it just it just sucks that we're in the situation we're in where we're so divided. And I hope one yeah. day we can get
1: through well, I'm, I'd like just like to throw this out there, is that if, if we could stop getting condescending stories from our media, which, which any side of any news station is going to have an agenda, it doesn't matter what it is, they have an agenda that they want to push, and they're going to push that down your throat. So it's, it almost seems like, what agenda are you going to believe? It's not, And that shouldn't be the way it is, it should be the truth. The truth is the truth. And that's what the American people deserve. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Absolutely. So, whatever you, wherever you find your truth, that's where you should fo- you know, follow with your heart. Always. you like. No, I'm being summoned. I gotta go. Well, the truth, the truth
0: is, North Country, RJ Scouts, and on the streaming services, great album. Proud of you, man. Congratulations. Keep pushing. Keep playing. And uh, hopefully,
1: I'll see you sooner or later. You will see me sooner than later. Take it easy, John. Thanks, man. See ya. You're welcome. Say bye, Arch.
0: See, dude.